Welcome to My Heart, His Words, a Mad Lab Studios production. This is a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. Thank you for joining us for Episode 10. she said as she realized what had accidentally happened as she reached for the fragile plastic flower. Toddlers don't realize how easily things can snap in two, and just like that, hope was broken. Maybe that's what Paul meant when he penned the words, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. He knew what we all eventually learn. No matter how much hope we have, no matter how much joy we feel, affliction comes. Life hurts, people disappoint, situations overwhelm, and hope breaks. I've felt the snap of my own life flower being ripped from its stem. I've faced the pieces of what once was, the shattered glass of a once perfect family photo. My hope has been broken more than once, but I've learned a lot along the way as I've studied the remnants of brokenness. I've also sat with many women facing their own piles of rubble, and one thing I know for sure, Broken hope is still hope. I feel excited inside when I realize there's absolutely nothing that can separate me from the love of God. God, who holds all things together, holds together my forever broken hope. He is the glue. He is the transformer of all my pain. He is the resurrecting power in all that has died around and within me. He makes all things new, even broken hope. As I worked my way through my marriage and family therapy program, I drove several thousand miles on this journey, miles in my car and miles through my heart. The degree was so much more than a continuing of education for me. It was and continues to be God's way of showing me what it looks like to live an abundant and full life in spite of an incredibly broken hope. As I completed my final assignment, I had to choose an area of my own life that needed professional help and technically become my own counselor, assigning homework, setting goals, and facing one of my own issues. As I wrote my way through that eight weeks, I began to see my brokenness as the very part of me that makes me whole. It was and continues to be the painful gluing back of all my fragmented parts that allows God to keep showing up. I can't survive without Him. I need Him like a broken plastic flower will forever need glue to properly bloom. My broken hope is really the only hope I ever want, because my broken hope reminds me that I'm incapable of handling this life alone, and that's okay. I don't ever want to hide the glue lines piecing my life together, because those cracked and somewhat uneven places are the very places in my story that make me strong. Your broken places are no different. Invite God into your life and let Him be your glue. He is before all things and in Him all things hold together, Colossians 1.17. Broken hope is still hope because He is there, and I'm forever thankful. We're in the studio again today, and Ben, I can't believe this is episode 10. Double digits. It's crazy. We're going to be a teenager soon. It's crazy. I I remember in January when you kind of reached out to me with this idea, and I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know. I don't know if we can do this, but here we are. And I want to say to everyone listening, thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with us. And um, I know that this has helped me 
grow deeper and just reflecting on all the mighty and wonderful things God's done um, in my life, and I hope that it's helping you too. So today I read a post that I wrote a while back about broken hope, and so I'm going to just I'm going to give you the microphone for a bit. Yeah, I kind of go back to my message on Sunday. In it, you know, I spoke a little bit out of 1 Samuel mm-hmm. uh, chapter 30, verse 6, mm-hmm. and that kind of detailed a story. It was kind of a climax point of one of the situations that David found himself mm-hmm. in. He had been out uh, warring, you know, yes. and, and conquering. As good his, kings did. Exactly, exactly, um, with his army. Mm-hmm. And they were coming home for a little bit of a respite. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, they find that they're you know, mortal enemies, the Philistines, Mm -hmm. had come in. They had wiped out the city, you know, wiped their homes out, and they they had taken captive their wives and their children. Yes. And it's said that the men went into almost a rage, I mean, as one would, discovering this, and there was talks of killing David Mm -hmm. because they were blaming him. There always has to be someone to blame. And it said that... David was greatly distressed, Mm -hmm. which, again, is understandable. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that David did, it said that he turned around or he went away Mm -hmm. and he encouraged himself. Some versions would say strengthened Mm. himself in the Lord. And as I read, as I listen to you read this devotion Mm -hmm. that you had written some time ago, I got to thinking about the word hope Mm. and then... the word hope to me is always directly tied to encouragement. Yes. Because without hope, then we're not going to have we're not going to be encouraged. And we're not going to really understand what it is to be encouraged unless we have hope. Yes. And I look and you know, we talked Sunday about how we need to be encourage one another. Yes. We need to be an encouraging presence in other people's lives. But if I'm giving away the hope that I have, mm-hmm. if I'm giving away the encouragement mm-hmm. or um, you know the positivity that that I can drum up right. and that's all of those you. things that's in me that I'm capable of, then in the end it's going to be false hope. Mm. It's going to be false encouragement because I'm not the source of those things truly. I can try to mimic them. Right. I can try to fabricate them right. and come up with a reproduction of what I think they really look like. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's only one true source of hope. Yes. One true source of encouragement and strength, and that's Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And as I heard you talking about putting things back together and, you know, piecing this broken hope and how we all face different situations Mm -hmm. on different levels where our hope is shattered, Mm -hmm. it, it gives me this picture of the moments when my hope is broken and I try to put it back together. It may come back together for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but ultimately it's going to fall apart again. But when my hope is founded in Jesus Christ, then things can fall apart around me and they're still going to affect me. It's not like I'm just, you know, unfazed by all of these things that are happening. But there is just such a sense of being anchored in his hope, his encouragement, and his strength, like David turning around and strengthening himself in the Lord, that getting through moments like you have gone through, mm-hmm. getting through moments like I have gone through yes. in different people in different situations, it's that hope that truly is the source of being able to uh, put Humpty Dumpty yes. back, back together, together again. again. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love that. And and maybe that's, in a way, what 
broken hope is all about because if our hope is always just kind of easy, mm-hmm. um, it really does get to sort of become our thing where when it's broken, we really have to go back. We have to find the source of our hope. And I, I love that verse that says, you know, Jesus holds all things together. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of um, Louis Giglio's sermon on laminin, which if you guys have never heard about laminin, mm-hmm. I highly recommend that you Google it and look up the image and hear even his little YouTube sermon series on that. It's amazing to me that there's something inside of us that actually looks like something that would remind us of Jesus when it's under a microscope. And so I'm not going to say any more about laminin, except that I do believe everyone needs to Google at least a picture, L-A-M-I-N-I-N. I was thinking as you were talking, Ben, about the verse that says, we have a hope that does not disappoint. And the thing is, I feel disappointed a lot of times in life, just on a day-to-day basis about things that happen. So I think that what we have to remember is the hope is what the hope that doesn't disappoint us is the fact that we know there's more to this life than this life. And so the little things that happen, yeah, we're going to be disappointed from time to time, but our hope is not going to disappoint us because it is going to come all the way through. We are going to make it to the other side of this world. We are in a race that we have not reached the end of. And when we do, the promises of the Bible are going to be true. There's also another verse that says that hope is the anchor for our soul. And I'd love to think about the fact that really an anchor shows its effectiveness in a storm. Mm-hmm. And so anchors, if, if we are in a storm and hope is our anchor, we should be steady. We should be able to somehow show the world that God is holding us in a steady place, even when we're the waves and wind are crashing. And so... And I'm sorry yes, to interrupt, but understand that anchored even in a storm... The boat is going to be in turmoil. Absolutely. The seas will be yes. uh, raging yes. in some cases. So it's the unseen things that are the unchanging anchoring things. Yes. It's and not the evidence of still waters. Not at all. And so that's reminding me, when Nick was going through chemo and we were driving back and forth from Columbus so many different times, there was a song that I listened to and I would sing along with and cry when I was by myself in the car Um, And I'm sure you've heard of it. Sometimes he calms a storm. Mm -hmm. And in it, it says, sometimes he calms the storm with a whispered, peace be still. He can settle any sea, but it doesn't mean he will. Sometimes he holds us close and lets the winds and waves go wild. Sometimes he calms the storm and other times he calms his child. And for me at that time in my family's life, we did have hope as an anchor, but our seas were not calm. Um, but I knew deep inside that the hope we had, the anchor we had, was calming us inside of ourselves, just like you said. So as we wrap up episode 10, I think that what I want to say to every one of you that um, are sitting out there driving or whatever you're doing as you're listening is just this. Um, don't feel hopeless in a world that seems hopeless um, because there is, there is a promise to all of us if we will accept Jesus as our Savior. And if that's something that you're wrestling with and you feel like maybe you've done too many things to keep you away from Him or um, you're just not good enough or whatever it is that you might be hearing inside your head, 
please, please reach out to someone or reach out to us. Um, Ben's going to give you our email address and all of that info here in just a second. But we don't want anyone to listen to this and feel like this isn't for you. Jesus came for the whole world, not just for a few people. And we love you all. And thank you. Thank you again for joining us for this episode. Well, let's pray. Thank you. Father, we're just, again, thankful for another day of life that you've given us. We're thankful for the opportunity to be able to sit down and talk about you, talk about your goodness. Uh, And God, even in different formats that we get to do that face-to-face with other people or just at times through a microphone uh, that can reach people uh, miles away and, and even months away. Sometimes, God, it's just such a blessing that you have allowed us to do this. God, I just pray uh, for those who are listening to this that may feel like all hope is lost, that may feel like life is shattered and broken into a million pieces, and there's just absolutely no way of putting it back together again. God, I just pray that they would uh, feel your love, that they would draw from your hope, draw from your encouragement, and just allow that anchor to hit the bottom of the seas of turmoil that they're in right now. Uh, That way that, God, even though that the winds may blow and the breakers may dash that God that there is a steadying factor in their life mm-hmm. and it's in Jesus name I pray amen amen thank you for joining us for episode 10 of my heart his words a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it And I want to give a little shout out to my niece, Natalie, who was the little toddler who broke my solar-powered flower that said hope on it. I love you, and um, I'm thankful for all the memories I have with you. Natalie, that shout out on the podcast is going to cost you. You need to go rate, review, subscribe, leave us a positive (laughs) remark. And hey, let's not just limit that to Natalie. If you like what we do here at My Heart, His Words... Go and you can find us anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. We would appreciate a review and a rating. That helps to get, yes. uh, that's the best advertisement that's yes. out there, to be honest with you. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can search My Heart, His Words. On Twitter, it's a little bit different. Our handle is at My Heart, His Word One. So that's the Twitter account, at My Heart, His Word One. The email account that Tammy referenced just a little bit ago is my heart his words podcast at gmail.com. Guys, thank you again for listening, and until the next time, be blessed. Bye bye.